Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan. Welcome once again to the Eye on the Ball. This is your host, Elaine Ingram. This week's episode is all about golf. Cloverhill Golf, of course, to be precise, where I went um, a few days ago to meet up with Joe Pilkington, whose son, Colin, owns the course. I wonder, has Google Maps taken me on a wild goose chase, um, as she's apt to do, when I'm taken through Forkill and down a number of winding narrow roads on my way to meet Joe, Um, at the golf club if I meet a car coming the other way I'm going to be in real trouble because there's nowhere to go with high hedges hugging both sides of the road then she tells me that I've arrived and so I have I turn right into the clubhouse which overlooks the spectacular 18 hole um, golf course with views to die for there's not a soul to be seen but just a few days before the club had hosted their first ever pro-am event where it featured a number of high-profile golf players, including the most recent PGA winner and European Tour winner, Simon Thornton, who won the competition, and also Damien McGrain, last year's PGA winner, amongst a host of other big names. Then a car pulls up, and as it turns out, it's Father Kevin Cullen, who is the president of the club and he directs me across the road to Joe's house where um, Colin answers the door. This is a real family affair. Um, I'm introduced to Bridget, Joe's wife. And then when Joe shows up, we all head over to the clubhouse and Bridget makes tea and and we sit down and have a chat all about golf and this fantastic pro-am event that this small rural club put on um, quite impressively by all accounts. So I'm here in Cloverhill Golf Course with um, Joe Pilkington and Father Kevin Cullen, two very well-known golfers in the area. Joe owns the golf course and the kicking priest, as he's known, (laughs) is going to tell us all about that in a minute. But first of all, Joe, I want to ask you about... um, about this course, it's absolutely beautiful up here. I mean, it really is a hidden gem. That's the term often used, the hidden gem. And it's great that people, once they've found it, are coming back to repeat. Like the farmer down the road, Pat Smith, owns the golf course. He opened it in 1998 as a nine-hole course. And has progressed from then. It was officially opened in 2003 by Arma's famous manager, Joe Kernan. And has progressed in from a nine-hole to an eighteen-hole golf course. Sixteen years ago, Pat unfortunately took on well and wasn't able to keep up. So he offered me the choice of uh, would I lease the golf course off him? And uh, my eldest son Colin, who was a very good golfer at the time, I put it to him, and uh, he took on with it at the tender age of 21 years and he's been here since and he has 
great interest in it and has a great passion for it and the club has progressed to one of our greatest days last Monday that 21 top professionals in the game in Ireland came to play our wee course as we call it yeah I know that's an incredible thing that's what what I wanted to ask you about I mean you had your first ever pro-am here um at the weekend and you had and uh, you know you had Simon Thornton you had Damien McGrain how and Simon Thornton won the won the yes. won the competition how did you attract how do you attract big names like that to such a small well, you know be, rural course to be fair uh, a friend of ours uh, Brian Kerley who's the pro in RD came up with the suggestion and he organized all the pros and uh, decided to go for a shotgun start it was limited to 21 teams you know they decided afterwards then it should have been a full day instead of a shotgun start but no the way it worked out was terrific yeah and um as i said simon thornton who's uh, obviously the, the pga winner this year yes. um he won the course um but i believe that your son actually has a better finish than he did <laughs> There was a bonus 300 euro prize for anyone that broke the course record, which was a 65 held by my son David. But uh, there's no truth that David sabotaged who was playing with Simon Thornton on the way around <laughs> to make sure he wouldn't beat the course record. No, they had a very enjoyable day. And Colin and David and Jamie Duffy, who had played previously with Simon Thornton, young Jamie, accompanied him round, and he was grateful for the help that he got in the local knowledge to but to have the Simon is a former European and Challenge Tour winner he's residing in Newcastle and County Down and a very nice fella and was wholesome in his praise for the course on his first visit like is he going to be back and bring in more with him maybe you'll have Rory will be, next he will be back to defend his title and I think uh, Rory hits it a bit far for Rory. <laughs> it was tricky. They all, uh, the, the feedback was tremendous, which is the whole idea. Like they've, you had maybe 20 people, including uh, the first PGA professional disabled golfer, local from Loud Village, uh, Brendan Lawler, also went out of his way to make sure that he was here to take part. He was down for the original, was to be originally held in August, but Storm Francis put paid to that, and Brendan was committed. He was to play on the Thursday, but then he got a bigger call up. He got his professional debut at the Belfry in the English uh, Open. So, uh, but a lovely, a lovely fella and a great ambassador for the sport, and it's, it was great to have him here. And he's, I think, he's back next week playing with a couple of friends in the Friday Open. So. It's a great boost altogether for the club. And you, Father, um, you're the president of the club and you were playing actually in the programme yourself. How did you do? I prefer not to talk about it. Played <laughs> 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 some good shots and some terrible shots. Well, in, in my 76th year, so I did well to get around the course. I think we're out there for four hours and 40 minutes. It was the best night's sleep I had in years when I went home. <laughs> So I, I have to ask you about this um, kicking priest um, story. You have to tell us about that. Oh, that's about uh, football. All the games I played down the years and all the people that hit me and I hit them back and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and we're doing well. The people like they liked, um, the priest doing something unconventional that confronts somebody. 
it goes down very well. It's, I don't know if it's Yeah, our close. local priest um, in Warren Point um, does the pantomime every year as well, so that's another unconventional thing. It's not a John Kearney, is it? it is, yeah, yeah. he's about the same age as myself and all, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, who have you played football for? I played, I was ordained and I played in London with Father Murphy's. I played with my local club, Valley Hagen Davids, and then I was transferred to Ahalu in Tyrone. I played for them and then was transferred to Kilevi and I played for them and then I played for another wee team there, Karanchiko. And that was it. It took me to about 94, so I had to retire. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the golf. You've, you've had this course since when, 19... It's opened in 1998. It has grown from strength to strength. Now, we're a bit unconventional in, in that we're just a nice, homely golf course, friendly to everybody that comes and our mainstay really in this year was a very trying year in that in March you would have wondered where you were going, like were you going to be closing the gates for good when this COVID-19 hit them and our, half of our members hadn't their membership paid up and you, you know in March you didn't know what was happening or where you were going to turn. But to be fair, uh, all the members rallied round, they paid their membership, nobody crammed about a couple of months they were out and all through lockdown we kept working away at the course uh, Colin and John kept working away and keeping the thing right and kept it taking over so then when it come to open we decided as a reward to our members the only people we would allow play the course you had to be a member and uh, how many members do you have well, this was the thing. We hadn't very many, but they were very loyal. But then we did a membership offer when COVID hit. If you wanted to play the course, you had to become a member. So we did a first-time offer, and we doubled our membership. No bother and, and more. And But the mainstay really is, and we have to say, like this is probably the first winter in 16 where we'll be heading into with a plus in front of our a wee plus in front not a big one a wee well, plus good. in front of the bank balance it was <laughs> always a minus you know and and a struggle but the committee you have to say down over the years like the committee have been very good there's a great relationship between the club committee and colin and like the committee every year look at their books and whatever's left over they think of wee projects and they put it into the course and they've been doing a great, you know, there's a great working relationship. They, they know the score and they want a legacy for their children and they're quite prepared to put the club's finances help out and have helped out big time. Yeah, it must be really difficult. I mean, it must take an awful lot of dedication to to put, you put everything, I, you, I mean, you live right beside the course here, but I mean, this must be, you know, a real challenge to, and especially this year. Yeah, I mean, things like, Golf depends so much on, you know, sponsorship and, you know, on, and on fees and stuff like that and green well, fees. Well, this one thing, in, in, in fairness, we have never been short of. We have on board, we have some very, very good sponsors like down through the years, like Paul Owens and Tom Muldoon, who sponsored the main prizes in the, and we have Avada Environmental in Neary, and they sponsor our golfer of the year every year. We have, uh, PC Electrics and Dundalk sponsor our Friday Open where they give, there's a 100 euros bonus prize for the best 
away score each month. And uh, we've had Luke Murphy with Burn Monumental, who've been in the 20-odd years in existence of the, the club, have been a rock, excuse the pun, like <laughs> the Monumental, <laughs> you know, in, in their support of the club. like And uh, things like that have made, have helped keep things going when things were looking pretty bleak, like. Golf was one of the things that did start up quicker than other sports, really, um, which was very lucky because as as the nature of golf, obviously, you can you can distance. But what about new uh, the new covid rules like in, around golf? I mean, you can't you can't lift the flag, I believe, stuff That's like right. that. Yeah. That's What's right. that? How, how does Everyone that work? Everyone has adopted. Actually, believe it or not, uh, the probably bunkers are kept in better shape now that they allowed the rule that you can place the ball in it. They have kept up. Uh, some people hit a bad shot, they hit it too hard and, and it hits the flag and comes out and they blame these new rules and all. Or the we, we have a wee insert in the hole that it was up too high or this or that. Like it was just, it's all part and parcel or just get on with it. Uh, but I have to say now, we, our members have been very good. We have not opened the clubhouse. We have kept the clubhouse closed all through the whole thing. We've built the place out the back there for people to, in, even on Monday, there was no clubhouse activity at all. The fire was, fire was used there and the food was served from there and you just walk, it was a walk-through buffet like, provided by KC Catering from Martin in Dublin. It was lovely. Do you find that there's um, less people coming up now? I mean, are people a bit fearful or um, are they just glad to be able to get back out again? Truth to lay, weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, you won't get a tea time until afternoon. It's full with members playing in competitions. We we decided that uh, with that many, we decided that we would have separate competition on a Saturday and a Sunday. Well, people aren't going away on holidays either, so they're not right. going off on their yeah. European. Oh, it, 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 next year will be a different challenge. Like we're not getting carried away by. I think next year for most businesses and everything will be crucial because I still think that unemployment and the whole lot is going to hit big time. Uh, the knock on, while the joys will enjoy the fruits of this year, even though the membership compensates for the loss of revenue with no clubhouse open and. No societies coming, you know, uh, that end of it. But it's testing times all round. It'll be interesting to see. Luckily enough, uh, we're into the winter and things kind of slow down from a golf sense of view. Like the hours are less like, and as I said, I'm a townie. I never realised that grass grew as often and as quick like until the Colin took over this. You know, they're out there cutting two days and then you're wondering there was a day's rest and they're going back over cutting what they didn't know grass grew as quick and often and that it took so much care and maintenance to look after the club. That's why on Monday it was great to hear professional people saying that our greens were some of the best surfaces they've played on all year. Because that's golf. All golfers are interested in is how good the greens are. They don't care. If it's a ploughed field the rest of the way, as long as they get to the putting surface and it's good, you know, they're funny like that. They're a funny breed, golfers. But for a week club, like, we punch above our weight, really, you know. We were proud there. We have an Ulster club pennant there. We won an Ulster Cup, which is the hardest trophy to win, like, for a club that's only 
it, it's a fault of golfers, really. They're very demanding. And we were always in the bracket of, like, we're only a 20-odd-year-old club, like, you know, and you get ours comparisons to every other golf club that has 100-plus years on you. Yeah. Like, uh, we do what we can. We use our resources wisely. We have a great bunch of people. As I say, there's projects now in line to be done. More tea boxes, bigger tea boxes, and all for the winter. You know, with the, we cut our funds. We don't get above in above or over our needs. Like needs help out. Like last year's project was, we did a whole new trolley cleaning bay, and the whole lot members mucked in and built it. You know, and spent the money was spent on it. Pity it's redundant now all year. You can't use it, <laughs> but that's just the nature of it. You know, and. Uh, Changing rooms were done up the year before. We things like that. We do it in bits and stages. Bits and, and, and yeah. But the one thing about everyone has to say is when they come, there's always something. If people haven't been here for a while, there's something different done. There's just changes. There's always been changing. Like, like I could, I have scorecards over in the house of maybe. Must be twenty different courses or ways around from it went from nice. nine to eighteen holes, you know, which is the progress of the thing. Well, that keeps it interesting. Yes, it keeps it interesting. Yes, and uh, as well as that, now we have the pros from last week. We while we all love praise and the whole lot, we've also asked them for negative feedback of. No point. Did you get any? Yes, we got a few. Uh, we got a, well, they're no, probably more. No, there's probably no, it, it's more not pointers really negative or tips. feedback. It, 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 it's the only way you can progress. If people keep telling you everything's lovely, you'll get sucked into that. You know what I mean? There are a few pointers. A few of them now. We have small greens. Would like bigger greens. Like, but. We well, would you, Father, like bigger greens? <laughs> no, I think they're. I think they're lovely. Yeah, have you been? Um, you how long have you been golfing? I mean, where did you golf at other courses before I'd this said, came along? Uh, started off in Tandergee, and then I went from there to Warren Point for a good few years. And then when I was transferred to uh, Cullihanna, I played for a while in the golf course there. And then one of my friends came here, and I came with him about I don't know, maybe ten years ago, whatever. And it's just lovely, you know it is. You can't blame the golf course you play bad. That's my theory. Well, you have it all to yourself just today now. Are you going to hit a few balls today? I'm not going to hit too many because I'm thinking of the spuds. <laughs> <laughs> um, golfing in Ireland is, um, we've, like, we certainly punch above our weight um, in terms of getting fantastic golfers out of the country. Why do you think that is? Is it because... The courses are tougher. I mean, you have like Shane Lowry, obviously you've got Rory, you've got oh, Port Carrington. We've got, we've got, for such a small country, you know, we've so many big names. It's a testament to the quality of the golf courses that are throughout Ireland. Like from the four corners of it, like there's some fabulous golf courses. Like do you have them rated? When you have maybe six or seven Irish golf courses in the top 20 in the world, it shows you and the Americans... They don't get much chance to play courses like they have in Ireland. Like Irish links courses are are, are, are fabulous. They come. And yeah, they're them. probably far more groomed in America. They're probably the wildness yes, of yes, the Irish yes, courses yes. and the scenery. Yeah. A, a, a lot of Irish courses are are, are 
just there. They're, they're, the course is they're built into more the, natural, They're yeah. built into the... Whereas America, you look at even the good big courses, all you can see is big houses yeah, around. They're the purpose built, you know, yeah. They're purpose-built, yeah. They're purpose-built. Like, sure, I was in... Hadn't to play... I was in Railport Rush for the Open, like, and that shows you, like... And... The and the wind, the, yeah. But the enthusiasm that Irish people have for golf and support, like, it is tremendous. Like, the British Open was sold out in jig time for Northern Ireland. Like, J.P. McManus has a dare manor down there. Like, it's you go to it. Like, it's it's in a league of its own. It's the it's the Augusta version in in Ireland in Europe. Like, it's it's. But uh, then there's we courses like ourselves. We yeah. cater for everybody, you know. The, there's something for everybody in Ireland. Like uh, the American, uh, funny, I was at the the Open in Portrush. It was at a wee seminar, and it was staggering to think that the average American spent twenty eight hundred pound for a golf visit in Northern Ireland. Really, yes. my. That's you know, staggering. They, they, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the figures, like, you know, that's on the where the, the bottom end of the scale in that type of things, like the corporate businesses is huge in, in golf. Like, like you take, you go to, it's 350 euros for a game of golf in a dare manner, like, and you have to take your caddies 100 euros, like. So yeah, that's does it. that make it um, an elite sport? <laughs> Golf was always an elite sport, but the barriers of elitism have, like in every every aspect of life, thankfully have been broken down and eroded. Like it has become, there are clubs that are still, you know, you your anyone associated with a rail term like is this sort of elitism about them because there's a whole group of them throughout, you know, the British Isles and that, but. The snobbery and the things have really gone out of golf. You know, there, there was places, there's clubs you go to, and this was for members only, and you couldn't get into that part of the golf course, that, that part of the clubhouse and that. Now that's gone. The friendly atmosphere. The inter-club has been a great leveller for golf. But when you come to when it comes to you know playing golf, right? It's it's opened up to everybody now. Like a lot of sports, probably rugby's probably the same sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know, things like that, that and tennis even. But when you get to a certain level, the costs increase, you know, playing, you need sponsors if, if you to become professional and stuff like that. It's Well, it's first of all is if you watch even on the television nowadays, the young people that's coming through their the talent and the equipment and the whole lot. Like the games developed, it's all they're all obsessed with length and power and the whole lot and the professional golfers. It's so hard to make it. We had a professional caddy in the house there a couple of years ago, and we were asking him about it, like, and he said, I've seen the top amateurs come, he says, and he says, they're not even touching the bottom rung of the ladder of the professional game, like playing at plus four and plus five. For all the talent is out there, there's very few of them make it. Now, they've initiated a great thing now they brought in the challenge tour which yeah, is a so secondary that's, it gives tour a lot more which people is a, more it's chance. A, a tier below which gives people if you finish well in the challenge tour you have 
five or six places offer an offer to That's pay. That's how Simon Thornton got up there, wasn't it? Yes. Well, yeah. he's been a European Tour winner. He's yeah, won but he got through. It was, she yes. came through the challenge. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, funny, he was telling us that uh, he came to Newcastle. He's English originally, and he came to Newcastle in County Down, and he was playing. He was only seven handicapper, and he come to work in Royal County Down, and they told him he had to get four. So you have to be a four handicapper or lower. Yeah. So he worked his ass off, as he said himself, to get down to four, and he stayed there, and then he progressed on, and he became the resistant pro in Royal County Down. And he was a late starter. He was like 28 yes, before he went yeah, professional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's it, you see. Uh, Patrick, Harrington was, Patrick Harrington qualified as an accountant before he... Is that unusual? Because you, unusual, you, yeah. you would think, like, golf... I mean, I know, like... Tiger Woods was like was hitting them into his washing machine when he was knee high to a grasshopper. Um, that's right. So yeah, is it that's the more than more the norm? Kids playing from an early age. Yes, oh I they're younger now. Funny, we're we're fortunate. We have a wee boy playing here now. He is, and he's only seven. Like, and he has been selected. He's been getting coaching for the Ulster PGA. Like, so it just shows you seven. the avenue. Yes. So it's too late for me to start. It's never too late. <laughs> Not being disrespectful, there's always the seniors to early lane you could go and there's golf. Here's a man there golfing away at 70, 60. You can't say it's too late. Like, it's never too late. <laughs> you know, but making it, it's golf is the most selfish sport you can play. People don't realise that. Well, I'm sure their wives do. <laughs> no, not even no. Now forget about even ways. The, the the amount of hours you have to put in as a young person to make it to make it at a level, people don't realize how hard it is. That's what Dubai told us. He was telling the tour caddy. He said, "These boys come and they have a nice easy life. Mammy does this and Mammy does that for them and the whole lot, and they're picked up and they're brought here." He says, "The common tour. He says you're a nobody." You have a seven o'clock tea time. You know, you're first out in the draw or you're last out in the draw. He said, uh, seven o'clock tea time is a 2 a.m. wake up call. Oh, gosh. You have to go to the gym and you have to go through these routines and practice and the whole lot. You're five hours out in the golf course. It's 12 So it's like, yeah, it's a lot. Lunch. It's a 14 hour day. Yeah. And then you don't have that much money unless. You can't book into the tournament for the four days in case you don't make the cut. Yeah. Uh, Damien McGrain, I would tell you, that he hated it. Like, it was a suitcase existence, like, from hotel to hotel, like. And for for players that are, like, journeymen and women, obviously, to play, um, the... Um, you know, there's big prize money for the winners, but for the for the rest of the field... You know, it's an expensive thing because they're not winning the big prizes. That's right. This is the whole thing, you see. People forget that look at all these buys on the television and the whole lot. There's, there's some of them get more appearance money than buys would earn in a year. Do you know what I mean? But that's just the way it is. You, you'd wonder how the sponsors are. It shows you how big golf is, like that sponsors can put in millions into a tournament and exposure. Now, it's probably like all, it's suffering big time because the lack of fans, like like you even now, what are we next month now? We're into November. Like 
going to have a Masters in November, like it's imperative. Like yeah, it's going to be strange. We've no Ryder Cup until next gonna, year. Yeah, that's going to be everything is affected, but golf is getting. I I I'm one. I think it's got too technical. I think it's got the equipment has a lot to do with it. Like they're all smashing like. It's turning into Formula One. Yeah, well, funny, yeah. But everyone has the same ch- They haven't really. No, everyone, they haven't got the same chance because talent wins out eventually. It's just like football. Good footballers get the big money, get the big prizes. Good golfers get, you know, all the opportunities. It's uh, That's just the way sport is. Yeah. People at the top get the cream. People... The other levels have to try to get a taste of the cream you know yeah. that's just that's just, that's that's the same in any sport yeah like probably you more so own. in individual sports yes in individual that's what i'm saying golf is totally individual <clears throat> totally selfish like the hours you have to put in like people don't realize like that a, a button even a top amateur must must hit maybe a couple hundred golf balls a day just to keep in even if he doesn't go to the golf course like and young fellas out there you see them like 36 holes of golf a day like it takes it out of you like mentally and and physically this is why they're all like they're all talking about Deshambo there last week like he but he hits the ball a country mind he bulked up there's more to there's more to his golf game everyone's just slating him because he bangs it out there straight 360 plus yards like but Bottom line, the short stick, as I call it, is the most important. That's the one that does the scoring. No point hitting at 360 yards if you can't put it in the hole. Well, that's true. Do you know what I mean? His putting game is very good, but it's all about length. That's why now they're all... The other day, they all enjoyed around here. It was target golf for them. Small greens and, and small, and, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. As as one of them said, Jeez, if you can play around here, you should play anywhere. It sharp, really sharpened up their game. Like, there's... While the Simon Thorntons and the whole lot, there's other pros at the other end of it struggled here, you know, last Monday. So there's more to it. But the thing about it was... So it's more technical, yeah, because you're not just relying on right. getting the yeah, yeah the long... Yeah. long the, the length, you know. But golf has evolved. Like, like look at... The, from the old days, the show you were talking about earlier, the elitism uh, of golf, you know. Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden was the the term they used to say for golf, like G O L F. My goodness, that's changed. Oh, that's changed. Like, but the, the, it's great to see the women out there now playing. Like we, even our now in from lockdown, we've got a, a, a lot of ladies out playing. You know that have, like the world has changed. This coronavirus definitely has. I think people have got a reality. There's more to life than rushing around. Everybody is. It has taken pace out of life that yeah. everyone was rushing everywhere to do everything and people have really suddenly realised, look, it, there's a life to be lived out there, there's a bit of leisure to be taken, you know. And, and yeah, and you actually get a chance to actually slow down and look around. Yeah. And, and look around. It has forced that upon us. Like. So you're, you'll be back next year. This is, this is the start of something that's going to continue the programme. Well, judging by the reaction from Monday, like you can only take what you're told like but everyone had a great day members had a great day uh the pros all thoroughly enjoyed like 
exactly the purpose of the exercise really was to put clover hill on the map plus as well we raised 1600 pound for the ms therapy center in Newry, which That's was fantastic the, yeah which was the charity that was benefiting from the main toll and digny grant your local insurance partners voting 10 we get in that uh, kindly sponsored the panasonic television for the and it was one be Fintan McAleen and one of our own members. Couldn't let all them strangers win had to keep the price. <laughs> Did you have a bit of chewing gum on that ticket? Well, no, it was out there. It, it, was, it was too public. It was out down there in the first tee in front of everybody. <laughs> and uh, no, but but as yes. long as you, I mean, things like you know, a golf course like this, like you can get all your local sponsors and stuff like that. I mean, look at the Irish Open now; they're um, still waiting on this the Dubai um, duty free sponsorship for for next year. Um, but you have will always have that local support, right. so you know that definitely helps. Um, oh, and and I'm sure you have definitely put Cloverhill on the map now. Uh, well, it's amazing, like that you're stuck in around here and the amount of people that come from not that far away I never knew. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, you'd never find it. I mean, the little roads to get here. I was terrified I was going to meet a car coming the other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's another we left to take. That's a Newry and Moran Council thing. There's more holes leading to Clover Hill than there is on the golf course. Like if you <laughs> get in the plug to get them to do something like for an attraction, you know, but... Uh, but the only good thing about it, once you find it, like the sat nav sends you crazy. Like there's that many different ways. Like in yeah, South Alabama, there's that many routes and roads you could go. You could go anywhere, you know. But um, yeah, no. But now that you're now that now that I'm here, it is absolutely stunning, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more. You'll have a lot more visitors. I don't think it'll be a hidden gem for too much longer. No, no, no. Uh, the your man Markham from. Bunkered Golf gave us a great review a few years ago when we were only fledgling, maybe 15 years ago. So we're just getting back to maybe have another wee look around the place, invite him back. Look, it's all about progress, really, and that's all you can do. As long as our members are happy, that's that's all that matters. And we have, if we can keep going the way we're going and progress and don't get above our station we'll be fine okay well, thanks very much right. joe and thank you very much thank father you. lovely you go out there now and enjoy your uh, enjoy a bit of golf yeah thank you thank you thanks i hope you enjoyed this episode of the eye on the ball if so subscribe to our podcast and to arma eye if you've any suggestions about what you'd like to hear or any comments at all feel free to send us a message or leave a comment and i hope you'll join me next time for the eye on the ball Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 223. Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan.